Hi, this is Donna Otto, and this is Homemakers, and I'm so glad that you joined us today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is day two of our journey in preparation toward Easter. Now, there is an amazing small passage, which is co- as complicated from Old Testament to New Testament uh, with its intention and attachment to not only the God of the Old Testament, but the Lord of the New Testament. It is found in Matthew chapter 3, verse 3. And we're hanging our hat on this verse, the days that we have together. And we're going to talk about it intermittently, but I'm going to read it to you today. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. What does that really mean? Prepare the way of the Lord. Well, as I said, it's just fraught with delicious ideas and thoughts. First of all, we are reading out of the book of Matthew, and this is um, a passage and a concept found in all of the Gospels. And it's talking about John the Baptist. Remember John the Baptist? If you've been in church at all, you've heard of John the Baptist who lost his head. That's another day's story. But John the Baptist is quoting this in this in the scripture saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Well, what is that about? Well, it's a fulfillment of a prophecy from the Old Testament, from Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. Take time to read that. But it's a reference to another Old Testament, and it's a story that links arms with preparation for Easter. It's a story out of Isaiah when they are literally talking about the fact that they need to send the construction workers. You know, they need to call the Federal Transportation Bureau uh, of that day and say, Hello, get ready, prepare the way. The children of Israel are finally leaving Babylonian captivity. They're going to be free, and there are a lot of them. And they are making their way through the desert. Prepare a way as these exiles return to Judah. You know, you hear these stories about the children leaving captivity, and they're being 700,000 men plus wives and children, animals. And you, you, I've heard numbers as high as 5 million people leaving an area, a region. Think about what 5 million, we've all seen pictures of large crowds, the Washington, D.C. mall uh, on 4th of July when they predict there are four or 500,000 people. Multiply that by 10, 5 million people in a caravan. And I might add, no cell phones, (laughs) no technology, no way to send the news. And even if you were using a megaphone, by the time it traveled from the first part of the line to the back part of the line, it'd be like that game we play with the kids when we say telephone. And John is calling us to do the same thing that Isaiah was calling the construction workers to do. Prepare, get ready. I'm not the one you're looking for, John the Baptist says. No, 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 I'm not the one you're looking for. As a matter of fact, the one you're looking for is Jesus. The one I'm calling you 
to, to follow. And he is calling us in this time of preparation for Easter to come. Come if you don't know Jesus. Come if you want to grow. Come and let me change and transform you. Come and let me help you help your children, help your family. Oh, mamas and wives who are working to build homes. Our mission at Homemakers has always been the same for 28 or 9 years now. We've been having the same mission. We want to help women be better women, to follow more closely the Savior, to be women who are filled with character and integrity and honesty. Women who are married. I I recently read again the statistics of how many children are being born in this country who are born to parents who are not married. And now, of course, that statistic is being thrown around and divided by racial groups and economic groups. But one thing we all agree about whether we follow the Bible for biblical principles or not, we all agree statistically that children who are born, as I was only in those days, I was an illegitimate child. Children who are born into parents, a family who are their parents but are not married, have more difficulty for the rest of their lives. You know, girls, the pathology that comes with being born to two people Uh, One who wanted me, one who didn't know what she wanted, one who didn't know I was born. The abandonment, all of the issues, my parents coming together when I was three years old, they're living together unhappily in marriage um, for 12 years, their divorce, their extra marriages and extra people in their lives has affected me every day of my life. Now I have hope. And I know my Savior, but it doesn't change the effect. And now this modern way of living is in gargantuan proportions. 42% of all children born in America last year were born to people who were not married. Homemakers has been here to offer the position that once you get married, you should stay married and close your exits. Oh, yes, I know there are exceptions. But I'm not talking about the exceptions. I'm talking about the daily difficulties of being married to one guy. I've said this a thousand times. Don't you just wonder what God was thinking when he planned women to be married to men? And I'm sure men say the same thing. We're here to encourage you in your walk with your children. Uh, This time, especially this preparation for Easter, we're providing things that you can do with your children that their hearts might be more open to the events that happen. Many had heard John talking, and some had expected to find John to be the Messiah. The Jews were waiting for the Messiah even then. And when they heard John's message, some of them acknowledged who they were, confessed who they were, were accepting of Jesus who was, as John said, the one he was not worthy of, even tying his sandals. They were baptized in water in the Jordan River as a way of acknowledging that there had been some change. They had identified with Jesus. I love that word, identification. Identification. We have lots of things that identify us. I'm identified as a woman. I'm identified as a wife. 
a mother, a homemaker, an author, a speaker. There are so many things that we identify with. And I want to ask you today, as a thought-provoking idea, do you identify with Jesus? And I don't mean identify with him, just identifying that he is Jesus. Or even feeling badly when you see a film like The Passion that we're going to encourage you to watch in the next few weeks. You identify with the sadness of that horrible, horrific crucifixion. No, I'm wondering today, do you identify with Jesus? Because what Jesus did on the cross was because I could identify with my own sin. Are you identifying with your own sin, your own daily sin? Are you identifying with Jesus and what you know he can and wants to do in your life by change and transformation? So these days, as we travel together, um, we are going to be talking about this preparation for identification, this preparation for change. If any of you have read my book on organization, you will find that I define organization with a key word, and that key word is preparation. There's so many things in life we get prepared for. Uh, we, we wait for, I'm going to talk a little bit about waiting in the days ahead, waiting for God to do his work, waiting for a baby to be born, the preparation for a wedding, the preparation. I'm asking you to do some preparation in these days by thinking and reading some scriptures and being together as a family and talking about what Christ, ha- what happened to Christ what happened to Christ in the wilderness? So today, I leave you with Matthew 3, 3, where John is saying, be prepared, prepare the way, prepare the way, make his path straight. I am not the one. John was an oddball. I love John. He wore garments of camel hair and a leather belt, and his food was locusts and wild honey. I don't know. Sounds like a lot of us who are watching our intake these days. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about Jordan were going out to him, and they were being baptized by him in the river Jordan and confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the people who came were religious people, They were Pharisees and Sadducees. They really didn't want to find Jesus. He said to them, go away, go away. Do not come back, you brood of vipers. Who warned you to flee from wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance and do not presume to say to yourself, we have Abraham as our father. That's all we need. Even now the ax is laid to the root of the tree. Every tree Every human being that does not bear fruit is cut down and thrown. John is very strong, but his whole message is, are you preparing the way? Repent, change, acknowledge, confess, spend time with the Lord and understand what it means to be prepared. Prepared for what? prepared for each day of living your life fully in this world that God has given us. 
in your circumstances, in your difficult situations, with your children and your husband and your extended family. God has promised to be sufficient for that. Well, we continue our journey as we end day two in the preparation for Easter. You might get a candle, a tall candle, and plop it down into a candlestick and begin to count the days. There are 47 of them all together. We don't meet here every day, but every day there's a passage of scripture found on our website under free resources, and you can take those and make a hard copy of it and put it near your candle. You might also get your children together with some yellow and pink and pale green and purple, maybe, construction paper and make a paper chain. A lot of us do it at Christmas as we wait for Santa Claus. I'm going to encourage you to do it as we wait for the days of celebration, the days of acknowledging and identifying with the cross of Jesus and the day of celebration when Jesus rose from the grave. The calendar is available to you. The activities are encouraging to you to do with your family. But if nothing else, my dear listener, whoever you are, wherever you are, thank you for letting me have this time with you today and know that you are in my prayers and that these days will be days of preparation for the greatest day that ever happened on this earth, the day of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Remember the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day. <laughs>